to the Next Guy Up podcast. We have an awesome show for you today. This is our weekend preview show where we talk about sports. We talk about things coming up in the NFL season. We're talking a little bit of college football today. We have an awesome show planned out for you. A couple of reminders before the show starts today. We are on social media. Check out, we have our, our social media accounts are rolling. We have a draft up on Instagram, Facebook that we did on Monday's show. Go vote for our movie drafts, our uh, summer blockbuster drafts. I think it's pretty good. You guys know who's in the lead? I think it's uh, uh, Tin- uh not Tinsley for sure. Not me for sure. You guys were tied on the Instagram story and then Facebook. The people are loving Zach. So. Oh, dang it. I well, suck again. <laughs> I think Inception was the one who did it for me. But uh, that is on our socials. If you haven't listened to last week's episode or Monday's episode, our um, Messing Around Monday pod, go listen to it. It's excellent. It's funny. It's uh, if And if the sports stuff isn't for you, that's definitely the podcast for you. Today, we have a couple of cool things we're talking about. Make sure that if you like this episode, though, make sure you uh, like, subscribe us, um, leave us a comment on Apple or on Spotify or wherever you are. It really helps us out and gets our name out there. And that's what we're trying to do here. So we can preview today that we're talking sports. Uh, I thought we could start off our episode with a quick soundbite from the news this week. Uh, very recently, actually. Uh, it is from Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. And I quote, Everything I heard about last season were doing the opposite. It might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. That's how bad it was. Oh, we have thought. Yikes. Well, I don't think he's wrong. It was a complete dumpster fire of a, a situation last year. I mean, it seemed like uh, Nathaniel Hackett was in over his head from the jump. It, he, you know, games weren't going their way, and he was like, okay, I'll stop calling plays and hired someone else to do it. It's a great idea. He's like, oh, I, I can't manage the clock anymore. I'm going to hire someone to do that. So he just kept hiring people to do his job for him and then eventually got himself fired. It fell apart. And I felt <laughs> like I was watching that team all season long. They always had a prime time game on. It was like Thursday, Sunday night, whenever. I was always watching that dumpster fire of a team. Do we know what happened? And it what do you guys me. think happened to Russell Wilson? What's like the like at the end of the season, what what does it come around to? Like do you think that there's a chance that you can turn it around? Uh I I don't know. I mean, they've, they've got a ton of weapons, so in theory, and, and if anyone could do it, it's probably Sean Payton. Uh, he did it for a long time with Drew Brees, making him look a lot better than he probably was at the end of his career. So, you know, I think they have high hopes for Russell Wilson. I know they sure need him to perform because that contract they gave him, uh, yikes, if not. For sure. they. I well, I was just going to say real quick, I think he'll make a big like jump up for the second year. A lot of transition issues with the new team, the new coaching staff and everything, and I feel like he'll probably make a jump this, this season for sure. Speaking of large contracts, did you guys see in the news, um, <laughs> my guy Mbappe is uh, $1.1 billion by the uh, the Saudis to to get Mbappe to their, to their club. <laughs> Has there ever been an athlete, has there ever been an athlete worth that much money like in history? I just can't even no my brain around that amount of money. The amount of money they're just throwing at everyone to, to start these leagues. I mean, they did it with Live Golf. They were given a sponsor. mediocre at best golfers uh, 
hundred mil contracts to come play in their tournaments. It's it's just wild. So I saw a stat that Jalen Brown for the Celtics signed a contract for what well, it was the highest of any NBA, NBA. and the Mbappe is making more than that in his first season than Jalen Brown is for the whole five years that he's with that team. Um, insane. And soccer's weird because they have like you can like lease a player from one club to another if they're willing to pay. So I don't apparently that's part of it too. Um I don't really understand it. But I mean if they're gonna pay him essentially a billion dollars to play one season Great. in their league, like what how can he turn that down? I don't I haven't heard if he's taken it or not, but I think I read he turned it down. Which is just well, ins- insanity. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Well, apparently Messi, they offered him an unspeakable amount of money, and then he said, no, I'm good. I'm going to just go to America and play in the MLS and just live it up in Miami. And dominate, I might add. Yeah, so he's he like had a goal. Goals, yeah, right? yeah. He's, scoring he's like coming games. off the bench and scoring. <laughs> it's wild. Crazy. Going to Publix. The, yeah, he can he can actually go out and shop now. He's like not used to being able to go out in public without being bothered because people in America don't really care about soccer. I guess I think it's crazy because I, I I've heard it said that like um, I'm pretty sure Babe Ruth's salary at one point was like thirty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, I mean I know inflation is a thing, but just it's it's insane to think of the difference between thirty thousand and like seven hundred and fifty million dollars. We're talking about the best athlete in the world. Just pretty astounding numbers happening there. Well, I don't know if we could ever consider Babe Ruth the greatest athlete in the world. I mean, okay, athlete, really... maybe, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> maybe not a traditional Player. athlete, but incredible. I think, I think, I think yeah. back in, I think back in his time, we would be incredible athletes. <laughs> and uh, I know we don't have the video version of this podcast up, but. We're not we're not the most athletic looking bunch there is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, well, we got a great show for you today. We have um, a couple things we are going to cover. Uh, first off, we are starting out with our uh, red flag alerts. We're talking about uh, people that are going or people or things that are going on this season that to stay away from or are trending down. Uh, we're doing our Future Friday segment where we talk about some futures that we have taken uh, that are guaranteed, 100% guaranteed to hit. That's um, right. That's the guarantee here guarantee. at the Next Guy Up podcast. Next Guy Up podcast, guarantee. And we are ending up with some trivia guess that stat. Level 5 stat today, everybody. This is, That's as hard as it gets, right, Mason? As hard as it gets. This so is me and Zach couldn't handle the level two. So Mason said, all right, well, here's level five for you. <laughs> Make it even harder. <laughs> That's a tough. It's tough. Uh, I love it. All right. It's basically impossible at this point, but <laughs> we're going to have fun with it anyways. Uh, all right. So me and Mason have been talking, and I'm going to kick us off here on the red flag challenge. And now this might be – a little bit outside of the box of the red flag because I'm not coming at a certain player or a certain person. I'm coming after whoever it is, whoever you are that works for the NFL network that's doing these these ratings and these lists. 
I don't know if you guys keep up with it, but the NFL top 100 players. Uh, they say the players vote on it. They don't, the players have come out and said we don't vote. We do these dumb little videos. We don't know who's going to be where. So they, it's just lies. I don't know who this guy is. Some intern at the NFL Network, but uh, I'm throwing red flag at him. Uh, I'm at war with him because let me just let me just read something to you guys, okay? And I'd like for you to just pick. So we're gonna. I'm gonna give you two options: option A and option B. All right. Yep. So, pick between these two players. Option A: player throws for 2,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, rushes for 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns, misses two games due to injury, comes in last place in the division, and has the worst record in the NFL. All right. So that's player A. Here's player B for you guys. You ready? Yep. 4,100 yards passing, 25 touchdown passes, eight interceptions, 300 yards rushing, five rushing touchdowns, missed zero games due to injury. One is division. One is division. One a playoff game. That's player B. Hmm. Hmm. Player A sounds pretty uh pretty good to me. I'm just kidding. I would definitely go player B. Well, see, that's where you're too dumb to work for the NFL network, apparently, because player A comes in at number 86 of the top 100 players this year, and player B comes in at number 96. Are we joking? Are we kidding? Now, before I reveal the players to you guys, I don't want it to seem like this is just going to be a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast because it's not. I promise I might even just lay off for two weeks and not even talk about him. But player B was Trevor Lawrence, everybody. Trevor Lawrence, number 96. And player A is Justin Fields. Are we joking? (laughs) What is happening? We used to be a country, as Zach would say. And now look at us. We used to to play baseball. We used to be a respectable dollars a year. <laughs> we got guys like Justin Fields ranking 10 spots higher than Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. What, I, I don't, who's making these lists? Is it just for fun? Are they personally just trying to attack me or what is happening? Because I'm angry and it's the off season. I have other things to be doing mm-hmm. than be angry about lists. You know, I have, Titans fans to fight with on Twitter, Chargers fans to fight with on Twitter. I could understand. You're you're battling for your life out there. I'm I'm fighting every day on the streets of Twitter. (laughs) If you look hard enough, you'll find me. I promise. I'm not. I'm I'm out here. I sometimes starting the fights, but this one I feel like I'm crazy that this is something I even have to say that that Justin Fields is is considered to be ten players better than Trevor Lawrence after the seasons they had you know what tens you should be happy and you should appreciate this intern from nfl network you know why because it's going to give trevor lawrence motivation i was watching espn i don't know why i'm even watching them anymore and i'll tell you (laughs) why here in a little bit but travis etn was also motivated because of some guy from uh from espn trashing uh, Travis Etienne, leave him out of the top 10 running back rankings. 
So that's all you need, Tins, is motivation, and they're getting it. So we are. We we feel disrespected. We've got another NFL network reporter ranked our offensive line as 31st in the league. The offensive linemen have all worn ranked 31st t-shirts to start a training camp. I mean, we're just we're the most disrespected team in the league. And that's how we'd like it, I guess. But when I when I cash this 27 touchdown passes bet for my whole life savings, I need to know this guy's at on Twitter because I'd like to send it right to him and just say, thank you for the motivation. Thank you for, for getting Trevor angry because now I'm rich. I thought you were going to say I need this guy's address. I thought you were going to go fight him or something. No, just his <laughs> at. No, I fight my battles on the Twitter streets. <laughs> and I think that leads us into our uh, sponsor for the day. Uh, today's sponsor is X. Uh, not Twitter, <laughs> X. Uh, Elon specifically gave us extra money to call it that instead of Twitter today. And so uh, we we love Twitter. I mean, X. Uh, Tins is on there frequently. Uh, our podcast. We have a Twitter account. Check us out. Uh, so thanks to Elon uh, and the sponsorship today. Uh, everyone go log into X and argue with Tins. Yep. 10X. X it up. Well, speaking of sponsors, my red flag is sponsored by Goldfish. <laughs> the snack that smiles back, Goldfish. <laughs> and my red flag goes to the entire ESPN network. And yes, I'm coming to fight them. Zach, Tins, let me let me ask you something. How many NFL teams are there? Go ahead, answer them. Mm, pretty sure it's 32 last time I checked. Zach? I confirm there's 32. <laughs> 32 teams. Well, you want to know what ESPN thinks, how many teams there are? Two, because that's all we freaking hear about, is the New York Jets and the Dallas Cowboys. I'm just waking up in the morning, getting ready for work, and I turn on Get Up for some reason with Mike Greeny, and he's talking about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers They had a a two-and-a-half-minute clip about the whole saga with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. And then, to top it all off, they put a framed jersey, Aaron Rodgers' jersey, inside the get-up studio. And I'm just tired of it, okay? Stephen A. Smith is ranting on constantly about the Dallas Cowboys. And you got Mike Greeny over here going on and on about the Jets. And I want to share something with you. I continue to watch that episode a little bit. And one of the questions that popped up was, how can Aaron Rodgers reinvent himself? And Ryan Clark was on there and responded with, this is an actual quote. I talked to Sauce Gardner and he talked about how great Aaron Rodgers looked at training camp. Number one, that didn't even answer the question. And number two, of course he's going to say that. He's on his team and everybody looks great during training camp because nobody's in pads and anybody can make anybody look great. We could get out there and look great in training camp for crying out loud. So um, once again, this morning, even that was a couple days ago. Then this morning they're talking about ESPN and Dalvin cook, possibly going to the jets and all this. And I'm just like, I'm tired of it. You know what? ESPN has had all of these layoffs. You want to know who doesn't lay off anybody? The next guy up podcast <laughs> industries. That, that, We've that, never laid off a single employee. We have fact, never. Go as ahead. a matter of fact, we have 
tripled our employee uh, hiring since the podcast has started. We have multiple interns. They're running around everywhere. That is correct. (laughs) You know how many teams we're going to talk about as well? We're not going to talk about two. We're going to talk about all 32 because you can make the same amount of money betting on the garbage team than you can the really good teams. So yes, we're talking about all 30. I know we're talking right. heavy on the Jags, but if I know one thing about apparently... Diggs is that he likes to spread the love to all the teams in the NFL. <laughs> he said he's taking a two week break. So it's really fair. And he just, he feels like he just wants to spread the love. I do. I do for real. I'm going to talk nicely about some other teams for the rest until the season starts. And then I don't know what's going to happen. You never know. We're going to make next guy up podcast t-shirts that say no layoffs with this company. <laughs> Not a single layoff. We believe in it. And that concludes, that, that concludes my red flag sponsored by goldfish <laughs> segment. Sponsorships today, huh? I think uh, a lot of money. money. That's what happens whenever you treat people fairly. Yep. You don't lay off people just for money. We don't care about the money here. We, we care about the content. We care about spreading the message. Yep. That's why the sponsors I think, uh, I think after both of our red flags there, Mason, I think we have something in common that uh, we are down with big network media. You know Correct. what's up? Spread the love small to all the small markets. networks. You know what? You know it's up? Small <laughs> localized media. That's what we are. And that brings us to our next sponsor, and that'd be the next guy up podcast network. <laughs> We're sponsoring ourselves today. We bet on ourselves. <laughs> we put so much what? money into us. We were plus 1,000, and guess what? It's time to cash the tickets, baby. Cash out. <laughs> cash them. <laughs> All right, so we got some uh, future Fridays that we're really excited about. Yeah, we are. Tend, you want to start it off here? You want me to take the take it over i can i can start us off because it is it is a juicy time it is time so i will go ahead and declare that i'm not a college expert here Mm. our boy zachy d is more of the college guy but i have been sharpening my tools i want to you know have a good toolbox and be able to bet on everything Mm. so I've been diving into college football stats, rankings, learned so much about the Missouri football team, more than anyone needs to know. And so we're going to dive into my first college future of the season, and that is I took Missouri to go over six and a half wins at plus 115 over at DraftKings. Now, you might say to yourself, Missouri is the definition of six and seven SEC football, and I wouldn't disagree with you they are definitely a middle of the road football team here but we're asking for seven wins and when you look at their first five of the schedule then you can kind of see where i'm why i would lean towards this bet so they open up with um south dakota state middle tennessee which middle tennessee is like one of those little feisty teams that will beat and it's like they'll beat somebody randomly, but they play Bama the week before. And um, I should have pulled this stat, but teams, small schools that play Bama opening week, they get killed the next week because they got absolutely just run over physically. Their spirits are just destroyed. Yes, they are just, they, yes, exactly. Like so, and 
after he <laughs> when he breaks Batman's it, back. Right. Now Batman did come out of the pit and was victorious, <laughs> but it took a minute, and I, I don't think they'll recover oh, after God. a week. So uh so that is their second game, and then they play Kansas State. Now Kansas State is a pretty solid team, but they lost star running back Deuce Vaughn, uh some quarterback concerns. And so I, I I lean that way towards them beating Kansas State. Then they have Memphis on a neutral site game, and then they play Vandy, who for some reason still is in the SEC. But that you know, it's whatever. It's it's a free uh, tune-up game for everybody. Yep. So I'm I really I really like their chances to be five and zero right there, and then I'm looking at two wins in the SEC. At worst, four and one, and then I, I need three, which that's a little bit tougher. We're really we're really needing them to hit the five and zero mark. And one of the big reasons I like for them to do that is they return eighty percent of the snaps from last year from their starter positions. Mm-hmm. They've got eight guys returning on the defense, which ranked in the top three in most categories in the SEC. So and. I don't know if you know this or not, but the SEC is a pretty good conference when it comes to defense. They churn out defensive NFL players every year. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they've got four starters coming back on offense. Three of those are offensive linemen. And then the quarterback, Brady Cook, who took over uh, for the last five games of the year. He wasn't – he didn't do anything special, but he was solid. And so with a team that has a very good defense – and decent playmakers on offense, consistent quarterback play is all we're really looking for here. So um, I think they can get those two games in an SEC East that's, in my opinion, pretty weak. You don't know what you're going to get out of Florida this year, second year of Billy uh, Napier. They have a lot of quarterback concerns. Um, I think you're going to be sweating it out against that Missouri-Arkansas game, last game of the season. Yeah, I really do. That's going to be the one that's going to have to go Missouri's way. That might be. That's definitely probably my swing game. If they don't, if they go five and zero, oh, I think we're looking at. Uh, I'm I'm counting on South Carolina, yep. um, or Kentucky, and Arkansas, Kentucky. Kentucky I think's down in Missouri, so I just need them to win one of those because they're not going to beat Georgia, and they're not going. I don't think they beat Tennessee. Tennessee's liable to do you know one random game where they like where we might lose to somebody that we're not supposed to, but I don't see that being Missouri. Um, so I really like my chances there of them. If they start five and zero, we're looking at them to either win two games between Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, and Arkansas. Now, if I'm asking them to win three of those, then you know, I don't love my chances after that, but at plus one fifteen is definitely worth having in your back pocket as a future. Mm. Love it, tens. You know when I also call that tens. What's that? Plus, plus money hunting. Yes, sir. And that's, that's some what, plus money right that, there. That is what we are about turning ten bucks, turning ten bucks into twenty three bucks all day long. That's a deal. All right. So my future is brought to you by Lunchables. Guys, what's your favorite Lunchables? Because oh. mine's mine's got to be the pizza one. The pizza, you can't beat it. I like the uh, the nacho, the nachos one with the like nachos. cheese and you also salsa. got the ham cracker. Mm, that's good. I like the turkey and cracker one mm. personally. A very diverse group here. 
They're all delicious. That's why they're our sponsor. Shout out. Can't go wrong with any Lunchable. Um, my future is Adam Thielen over 525 and a half yards on Caesar Sportsbook. Ooh. We do not d- discriminate until we get a spot. We're sponsored by every company except for a sports book. Yep. So once we finally, we we're not picking, we're going to. That's right. We're going to pick and choose until we finally have to, uh, because a company actually pays us, we get to choose which one has the best line, which I was shopping around, which if you're a better, you need to shop around. Look at all the sports books, by the way. Write that down. Because it was 25 yards less, and you're like, oh, 25 yards. But do you know how many times this happens where you just needed for a whole season, a whole game, Whatever it is, you just needed five more yards or twenty-five more yards or one yard. I've I've had some bad bets where it's I've been so short, and you're like, oh man, if I would have just shopped around, it would have cashed. So because on DraftKings it's five hundred and fifty and a half yards, and on Caesar it's five twenty-five and a half. So Thielen has now on the Panthers on my dad. So let's because we're all used to him being on the Vikings, has received. More than 525 and a half yards in all of his last six seasons. I get it. Uh, with the Carolina Panthers, there's going to be some growing pains. Uh, you got Frank Wright. You got Bryce Young. Uh, but in order for the Panthers to acquire Young, they had to trade DJ Moore. So he's not there anymore. That frees up some targets. Who are those going to go to? Got Adam Thielen, which I'm betting on. And then we got DJ Shark. Tinsley is very, uh, very uh, <laughs> used to that guy. Terrence Marshall, and then the second round pick, John Jonathan Mingo, which has shown out in um, training camp so far. He's looked really good. A decent group of guys, in my opinion. But what is the go-to? Especially, I just feel like they want to simplify things with rookie quarterbacks, and that means slants in the slot, short things in the slot. Uh, that's where Adam Thielen's going to be. I have a fun fact, and then Tens, you can chime in. Adam Thielen's line is on DraftKings 550 and a half. You want to guess, take a, take a guess at a tight end that also has that same line. Ooh, a tight end? Tight end. Um. So this Cal- tight end's line is more Cal- than Pitts. Adam Thielen. Cal Pitts. It's David Njoku for the Browns. So the, uh, I will say that David Njoku's line, he's only hit this twice in the last six years, which is interesting because Adam Thielen has hit six in mm-hmm. his last six years. So I just want to do like a comparison of a wide receiver in the slot with not – it'd be different if DJ Moore was there. I'd be like, holy cow, yeah. maybe you're going to have some targets taken away from you, but – the fact that it's a young receiving group with him kind of being the veteran there. I know he's getting up there in age, but the fact that his line is actually less on Caesars, 25 yards less than David Njoku's tight end, not wide receiver for the Browns. I mean, I'm looking at some value there. So that is my future sponsored by Lunchables. Yeah. So, so I obviously love this because, and I don't blame Mason because sometimes I will send him (laughs) – 15 text in a day so there's there's one morning where i'm i'm in the lab i'm cooking futures and at, i said 4 a.m i might add four, <laughs> yes yeah i work at ups so uh i got the morning off came home and instead of going back to sleep i said it's time to get to the laboratory and 
cook up some futures. So I sent Mason 15 screenshots of, of futures I had taken, one of them being Adam Thielen over uh, receiving yards. So I obviously love this pick as well. Um, I think everything Mason was talking about is it, he, he hit it right on the head. When you have a veteran wide receiver who's going to be that number one guy, I think, for Bryce Young, um, because if you look at the other receiving targets in Carolina, DJ Chark's an injury-prone, deep-threat guy, and Terrence Marshall has never – this is like his third year in the NFL, and he hasn't really touched the field too much. And then they did draft Jonathan Mingo, which I I I tend to stay away from rookie wide receivers for the most part. It's just – it's a big learning curve. And so I think that value for Adam Thielen, because he is a veteran, he knows how to get open, and he's going to become Bryce Young's safety blanket when Frank Wright is probably going to be a little bit more safe once Bryce gets in there. You don't want to ruin a young quarterback's confidence by letting him just go out there and sling the ball around. He's going to be smart with him. So I love it. I mean, at minus 115 for a guy who should be the number one target for that team, a team that's probably going to be kind of bad too, so they're going to be down in games a lot. They're going to pass it quite a bit. I love it. I I've, I took it on DraftKings before I shopped around, so that was a rookie mistake on my part. And I'm definitely going to go take it on Caesars because it's 25 yards less for only you're paying five. It's minus 110 on DraftKings and it's minus 115 on Caesars. It's it's no brainer. Can't beat that deal with a stick, right, Zach? <laughs> Not even a stick. Can't beat Not it. Not even a stick. And that concludes. I have a future Friday. Uh oh, he is here. He is here. The plus money hunter himself. You know, I love a plus money. I love a big plus money. But um, here it is. Uh, I will be taking um, Plainview High School in Alabama uh, <laughs> plus two hundred to win the state championship uh, with their new head coach appointment, uh, Jeremy Pruitt. Shout out to Jeremy and his new opportunity. I really think he's going to thrive there at Plainview High School. Uh, I think they have great odds of winning the ultimate title in America, which is Alabama's uh, state championship football. So uh, that's my first one. I have another real one, though. Um, It's a big big come up for Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy's really going places. I'm excited for the guy. Uh, Really good. (laughs) Great coach, great guy. Follows all the rules. (laughs) um my real pick so um my pick for my future friday is uh, a big plus money um you know they're giving you some reasonable um some reasonable picks i'm I'm here to give you some uh, some out there you know you got a few cents throw it on it it'll it'll cash out pretty big one day uh and that is lsu football uh national championship at plus 1100 Plus eleven hundred, and here's here's a couple things to think about. First of all, their schedule is super soft. Uh, they play Mississippi State and Mississippi, Arkansas, Missouri is one of their SEC East games. Auburn, they then they play, um, they play Army and Georgia State. I don't know how they scheduled so many. They have Florida State, Grambling State, Army, and Whoa. Georgia State. Yeah, Georgia State, Army, and Grambling State? They do. That's wild. So, I mean, they have Florida State as their opener, which will probably be fun. But all things considered, as an SEC schedule, 
it seems pretty soft. Now, I mean, near the end of the season, they do have Alabama pop up, which and it's at Alabama. That'll obviously be a huge game for SEC West uh, things happening there. They do play Florida in, in the world's largest uh, cocktail party as well. And so uh, that will be fun. But I think uh, this is going to hinge on that very last game of their season against Texas A&M. Uh, I, I think Texas A&M is going to be a lot better this year than last year. I think they're going to iron out some of their kinks that happen. They, they simply have too much talent to be bad, that bad again. Uh, and so Texas A&M, I think they're going to be playing LSU for an SEC West title in that game. I think Alabama is going to pick up a few losses, whether against LSU here or against um, someone else. I, I just think that they're going to pick up a loss somewhere along the way, and A&M LSU is going to be for the SEC West. So if they win that, I mean, I think that they just have a pretty good shot at making the playoffs and then making a run. Jaden Daniels. Obviously, a Heisman contender, um, one of the Heisman favorites this year. I think he's grown a lot. I think he could be a very, very good football player this year. I am thankful that they are not on Tennessee's schedule this year. <laughs> I think that's helpful. I mean, and then Death Valley, we all know, is one of the toughest places in America to play. And so they, uh, I think they'll be a fun team to watch, and I think they could do something special. I think definitely at plus 1,100 when you're looking at the SEC West, and I definitely agree with you where Bama could be picking up a couple of losses. They're not built the way they've been built the last few years. They're they're kind of going back to more the ground and pound teams, and I just think there's too much offense in the country to be playing that kind of style. Uh, I, I really look for the LSU-Florida State game. That could really kind of set you mm. one way or the other because – I think the ACC is going to be down this year, and we could definitely have two SEC teams in the playoff. Yep. And so if we can, if LSU can get an early win on, because Florida State's another dark horse team that's getting a lot of hype for um, national championship odds. Yeah. And so if they can get that win and start the season out really strong like that, I mean, if you're holding a plus eleven hundred ticket, that's that's definitely worth it to go ahead and jump on now. Because if they beat Florida State, I think you're going to see it dip to around seven hundred, eight hundred plus odds. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because I was wondering, what do you think their win streak could possibly be? Because that's where that line movement, and you could cash out. Hashtag never cash out, but you could cash I love out. I cash out personally. Uh, I, I know you do. That's why I, I was wondering what the uh, what what do you think if they beat Florida State, how many more wins in a row do you think they could finally get to? I mean, so where... we're looking at looking at the schedule. We're looking at Grambling State, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Mississippi, um, or Ole Miss, Missouri, Auburn, Army. I mean, so that could like that could feasibly eight. be eight and zero. Yeah, Without, I was gonna yeah. say if they go eight and zero, you're looking at like probably plus six hundred. Like that could go down. Big from, cash out. Yeah, I do love it. Go down up. to 600, 500, something like that. Hmm. That'd be wild. Another thing, too, and like as, as annoying as Kelly is as a person, he is a great football coach. Yeah. What he did with Notre Dame all those years, I mean, they're always in contention. And you got to think, recruiting wise, he's not getting the same athletes and the same kind of players at Notre Dame that he can get at LSU. And it seems like he's sacked up a, a, a good class. He's he's hit the transfer portal pretty good. I mean, they're definitely going to be 
like night and day. And they were coming on towards the end of they last year stride. too. I mean, they had a couple bad games early, including that big Tennessee game where Tennessee kind of blew them out. But after that, they yeah. look like a different football team. For sure. Scary. Yeah. So, plus 1,100. That's definitely worth getting on now. Or at least a sprinkle dinkle. Sprinkle Conclude. dinkle, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good to just sprinkle the board that's every once in a while. Just like, yeah, it's a TM uh, verbal trademark. If you try and use that, I will find you. I will sue you. And all of our sponsors will as well. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if you've been keeping up, but we've got a lot of them. So. <laughs> we have an army of sponsors. Speaking of sponsors, our guess that stat is brought to you by Tide Pods. It's Tide (laughs) detergent in a pod. Tide Pods. We're even ready for that segment, by the way. I just we're ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's get it. All right, all right. Brought to you by Tide Pods. Tide Pods. Here we go. Uh, (laughs) It's a level five, hardest one. All right, according to Next Gen Stat. Mm Which player reached the fastest speed, topping at 22.11 miles per hour last season? Is it A, Kenneth Walker? Is it B, Jalen Waddell? Is it C, Parrish Campbell? Is it D, Deshaun Jackson? Hmm. So, I'm just going to... Here's the thing. They, they want they want us to say Jalen Waddle because he's a fast guy. That's like That's the true. whole Tyreek Hill thing last week, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, fast. So You're trying to trick us. You're trying to trick us. Here's the thing. And this may be because I saw it when they he played against the Jags and it, he scored a really long touchdown, but I think it's Parrish Campbell. That's going to be my answer. Zach, you got an answer? I'm picking Jalen Waddle because I think you are trying to uh, like make you overthink it. Psychology, yes, yeah, yeah. Ooh, the answer is C. Parrish Campbell. I am back. Was that the run they were talking about, Mason? Against the Jags. Uh, the so it was a rushing. A 26-yard rush against the Texans in Week 18. He hit 22.11 miles per hour. Everybody else did come like those are those were basically basically the top five, which I was surprised that uh, Tyreek Hill didn't make that Hmm. or top four. Sorry, I only gave four choices: A, B, C, D. That's four choices. So that was the top four. Um, But that is our next gen stat. Love it. Uh, he was on my fantasy team. No one cares about my fantasy team, but he was on my fantasy <laughs> team all year. I love that guy. Paris Campbell, Loves baby. Him. So, speaking of speed, I did want to go ahead and do a sneak peek for next week, which will be next Friday, not Monday. Uh, we will be talking about the Combine. I was kind of setting this up since we were going over, like, the next-gen stats, I was wanting to talk about the Combine and whether or not the Combine stats convert into success into the NFL. So that's a little sneak peek for, for next week for everybody just start thinking about. Super Love excited it. about you that. call Mason Mr. Next-gen. That's what they call me. <laughs> Guys, as of, um, as of tomorrow, Saturday, we are five weeks away from college football. Yes, sir. Let's we, go. 35 days. So, start the countdown. 
this is the last week without football because next Thursday is the Hall of Fame game. And then the week after that, preseason week one. So we are after we we can smell it. We can almost taste football, guys. And I am beyond ready. We're gonna be keeping up with all these bets that we put out. We'll probably do like a preview yes. show or something this right before the season starts, so we can go over every one of the lines will move. We'll go ahead and tell you that. So yeah. if you want them now, take them. But I'm sure the lines will. Like what will happen is all these amazing plays from training camp will pop out, like Calvin really did. His line hasn't moved yet, but I'm already betting that his line is going to move just because what happens is the line moves depending on what the public. This is a little. This is extra, by the way. This is free. I'm not. Char- I'm not charging anybody for this. <laughs> wow, but that's a low price. I, the spon- The sponsors are helping helping me out. That's why I'm not uh, charging you all for it. this. Is free. If Somebody goes heavy, so the public goes heavy on one side. They need to do a little evening out here. They don't want the books don't want to get burned. So what happens is, is everybody starts pounding, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's a freak. He looked like two times faster than Zay Jones, which was true." And basically, everybody starts hitting the over. Then the books are going to adjust it, so then they'll change it from like nine hundred yards to nine twenty. And then the books are hoping that, oh, they'll people that do the over, maybe they'll get in between like 900 and 920, things like that. So we could go into that. I would love to get like an expert on here. We are experts. We are experts. experts. You're right. Uh, Uh, But just kind of dissecting lines, that'd be really cool, you know. All right. To wrap things up for the day, uh, each of us are going to give, in honor of Sean Payton's comments, uh, we're each going to give our biggest choke job in history of sports. Or the worst performance compared to what you were expecting in the history of sports? Uh, I'll kick us off by saying uh, Urban Meyer for fumbling the bag of being gifted <laughs> gifted Trevor Lawrence and then an owner who said, as long as you don't get caught grinding on college-age girls at a bar after a game, you can do whatever you want. I'll I'll spend so much money on facilities, on free agents, but instead Urban Meyer had to go and fumble the bag. So that's my favorite. Is fumble the bag a euphemism for something? I don't know. I just hear the kids saying it. It just means you're bad. You, you messed up. You dropped your opportunity. All right, Mason, so, what, do you, what do you got? Well, first of all, I want to start by saying I totally ripped ESPN up and down for talking about just two teams. <laughs> Hey, I didn't and tell you here we about are. the Jags. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I, I would love to do this segment again because I want to come up with an exact performance. So like a game, but mine is very broad, and that's going to be Jamarcus Russell as a quarterback. I mean, <laughs> I remember his whole, career. Yes, his whole career was just yeah. bad at being a quarterback. So that's that's my that's my choke job was his whole career. Mine definitely has some recency bias, I think. Um, but uh, mine is last year uh, Malik Willis just putting up one of the worst quarterback performances like in the NFL that I can ever it, remember. It truly PFF graded it as the worst quarterback performance of the games he played ever. So just pretty like, accurate. You have to feel like there's a lot of college quarterbacks who could have put up a better performance. I mean, it was so bad that they went and put Josh Dobbs in, which 
That's tough. Tough. <laughs> uh, in the NFL. I mean, truly just terrifying. I, I don't know how bad that was. That was just so horrible. Uh, all right. Are we good? Which, by the way, I, w- I, w- I would like to add something to that. Josh Jobs, I think, had, what, seven days to prepare You're for right. the team? You're right. And then no, well, Malik, Will- Malik Wills had, like, the whole season. So, I like to – it's just it, – it blows my mind. I'm surprised we didn't bring Josh Jobs back, but that's just me. <laughs> that's, for, that's for another time. I would love to go on that rant because if we <laughs> wanted to cut ties with Tannehill – I think if you actually give him a whole season, he's a veteran backup quarterback that when he was given a chance, he he didn't play. I've seen worse quarterbacks up there, one being Malik Willis, and he outperformed him with like literally no time to prepare. So that was just me. Titans QB room is truly just an interesting case study this year. We'll, we'll talk more about it later. <laughs> what a wild ride we have going on in there. Uh, all right. I think that does it for this episode. Yeah, you guys got anything else? Yeah, put it in no. the books, baby. Put uh, it in the I was books. just gonna say, make sure you're following us on Twitter. That's where we're gonna be giving out bets um, pretty frequently once the season starts. It's just easier to blast them out over there. So, and then you can argue it, and then if you look at our followers, you can find me, and then you can come argue with me about stuff. And I, I've got time every day. Don't worry, I'll do <laughs> He's it. Got time, all the time <laughs> in the world. Uh, if you remember, please remember to uh, like and subscribe wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple or whether it is Spotify. We have another episode coming out Monday, our Messing Around Mondays episode. Uh, we will have a fun one ready for you then. Uh, and for now, that's going to be it. Peace out, Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs>